Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Firm. <clears throat> I'm your host, Alex Gore. Lance, it's not Patient Psycho. Was that last week? Could have so, been. Probably. But regular Lance, fisherman, gray hair. Throwing back the goatee. Are you for real? I think so. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Psycho. I'm thinking about it. Here in the flesh, a <clears throat> couple updates for everyone. We have a great show for you. We're going to talk about economic update how to leverage chat GPT to help you out, and then some cool stuff about nuclear power. Um, and then uh, we might rip into the AIA slightly. Not much, but slightly. <laughs> but before we get to that, um, if you are running a firm, if you've been running a firm for uh, a couple different years or in the leadership, and you are at your average profit rate, which is fine, between 10 and 15%, normally about 13 but you want to grow that too. Is it really normally about 13 it's like 13.55. That's the average. That's where people are at, huh? Yep. Good to know. Yep. Thanks for teaching me. Yep. Makes sense too. Yep. Makes sense. But if you want to know how to grow your profit to 20, 30, and even 40%, go to www.buildabetterco.com and let's learn how to build your profit fast. You can watch our free training, see what you get out of that. There's five shifts that you need to make to start growing your profit, go check it out. I also want you to check out ArcCat. Accurate data is crucial, especially in today's business environment. Outdated and inaccurate data leads to turnarounds, delays, and rising costs. Nobody wants that. With supply chain and staffing issues, these costs and delays can multiply. Nobody also wants that. That's why a resource like ArcCat.com is so special and important, RCAT works with manufacturers to keep their data up to date and accurate, and it offers it to you easily, accessible, and free. Use RCAT's powerful search engine to find what you need and download it right there on their site without needing to pay anything or even register. So try RCAT.com today. That's A R C A T dot com. I also need you to check out PelloLuxury.com forward slash the firm because if you go to that link, and I need you to go to that link, PelloLuxury.com forward slash the firm, you are going to experience a collection of brands that brings together your creative vision to life. The luxury division of Pella is a world-class collection of brands, including Duratham, Riley, and Benelli, all pioneers of industry who provide window and door solutions to discerning architects, the building industry, and beyond. During this new year, we know how important it is to step back and spend time in gratitude. We appreciate all our clients trusting us with their projects in a record-breaking year. We are excited and ready to take on the new year in 2023. The luxury division of Pella doesn't push beyond limits. They set them. Explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. Back to you, Al Gore. Second quarter of this year, GDP growth came out. Do you remember what it's at? I don't go. Learn me. Teach me. 1.1. Yep. First quarter was 2.2. Six last quarter of last year was about 3.1. So it's trending down about a, a, a percentage each uh, each quarter, uh, which means it could be zero, 
next quarter. Um, they were projecting it to be two, so it came in about 1% lower. If you look at, though, this is what I found interesting. This is the chart for the last three years, right? Mm -hmm. um, it seemed like, yeah, last summer is when we had those two quarters of negative 1.6 and negative 0.6. Um, those were the second and third quarters. Then the fourth quarter went up to 3.2. But everyone, I mean, the... <laughs> The biggest ones was uh, during the, the coronavirus and the response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Negative 30. Negative 30, 29.9. And then up when they printed all the money. Up 35. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we were on a sugar rush for a while, and then we had a slight hangover, and it looks like we're heading towards hangover bill again. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I, I think that so Wednesday, May 3rd, I think they're going to raise another quarter point. The Fed, yep, sure. I don't think they should. I think they should just stop. I think this is the best chance for like a smoothest landing. I don't think a quarter point is going to wreck anything, um, but I don't think it's necessary at all. I think the uh, we're trending towards a recession. Um, it doesn't seem catastrophic, uh, and nothing seems catastrophically broke um, unless you know we get into World War Three, and then we'll all experience that together and see how that feels. Yeah, I don't want to feel that. <laughs> But thank you for the update. I, I honestly wasn't tracking that at all. Yep. So there we go. Good to know. Spread spread uh, spread out your eggs. Don't put them all in one basket. Um, think about how you can lean. Do be lean. Like these are all just fundamental things. Pay off debt. Uh, don't overpay yourself. Just and, and obviously efficient. yeah. And uh, try to you know if you if you're really looking to increase that profit from thirteen to over thirty percent, um, go to build a build a better co dot com. There we go. Check out Al's course. It's pretty good. So, uh, all right. My What I wanted to talk about was today. So Al talked about Chad GPT and how, is he, how he was using it in the firm last uh, week, last episode. And here's how I use it this week. So we are writing. I am in charge of writing blogs uh, with our new marketing company on the website. And I checked with them first in case they somehow are listening to this show. And, you know, the idea is we can use them to outline. We can kind of use them to start. But we should not. It shouldn't just be. Tell ChatGPT to write you a 900-word blog, and then you're done with it and anything like that. So because it's not good content, um, and Google knows it, and they can pick it up. So you have to put your personal flair on it. You have to you have to still tell ChatGPT. Uh, you have to be the enforcer and sort of the modifier and all of that. So here's my method. But I'm telling you, it will save you instead of maybe a blog taking you uh, four hours, I think for me, it basically cuts it down to like two hours or less. So this one that I wrote is, my target was 900 words, um, and I've got it. Do you want me to pull it up? Do you want me to share a screen or not, Al? Yeah, yeah, I'll pass it Okay. So what I've got here is, if you're watching on the YouTube, is on the left hand of my screen, I've got my chat GPT open, and then I've got on the right hand side of the screen um, with a final product. So I, my target was 900 words. I ended up with 1,136 words, and I have modified over 50% of the product. That's your critical point, your critical mass, okay? So here's here's the method I use. It's very simple, I think. And the reason why you want to try to be doing blogs is because you should be working with your marketing team, whoever that is. If you don't have a marketing team, then maybe you're even asking ChatGPT to, to help you out with what keywords should I have should I be putting on my blogs for as an architecture firm to try to rank higher in, in the SEO system that is Google, right? 
so our, our team already does that for us. So that my task was to talk about uh, crit. So I started with outline a blog for a list of the latest door and window design trends for 2020. Boom, it spit out an introduction. And then <clears throat> some key points, minimalistic designs, bifolding and sliding doors, energy efficient windows, customized doors and windows, black finishes, smart doors and windows, sustainable win windows, and then conclusion. Then I gave it the prompt and I said, write a few paragraphs for each part of the blog outline, but make sure to include as many instances of the following keywords in each applicable paragraph. Uh, and then I gave it all of those. Um, and then boom, it it pushed out an intro. It pushed out minimalistic. It, it basically gave me a paragraph for each of those bullet points, but you can see how much less, like for instance, look at the introduction. The introduction is, uh, is fundamentally changed in 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 every way um yeah. over 60 percent than what they spit out right and then even i ended up changing out some of the headers so for like minimalistic designs i changed it to modern minimalistic door and window designs because that even further matched with uh the keywords it was supposed to give us so spit all those out and then here's here's one thing like you have to remember when you're talking to this computer this ai this whatever you want to call it is it will forget to do it will just it can only do so much still so what did it forget for me? It forgot It forgot the conclusion. Just keep talking as if you're in sequence with it. You like, forgot the conclusion. Yeah, what did it say? That's all you have to say. That, that's why. That's my point. Exactly. That was the punchline. was like, nice. uh, hey, you forgot the conclusion. Then it goes, boom. It just spits back. Here's your, here's your conclusion um, for, for everything like that. So basically, after I have the paragraphs right here and then the conclusion... Then I completely move out of chat GPT and I'm only focused in word making it happen so that I'm not, I, that's as far as I rely on it. It just yep. needs to get me started Yeah. to make it happen. Do you think chat GPT um, placates to personalities? You want to know why? Go ahead. Y you are more curt yeah. than me. Yeah. Whenever I say something like that to chat GPT, it says, I'm sorry. Here's the conclusion. Uh, it might. It used to say, I'm sorry. And now it it's like, this dude's curt. I don't care. Yep. Conclusion. He just, he just, he just, he's just trying to go in and out. Yeah, exactly. Is probably what it's thinking um, for me. So maybe Al could that's be. That's funny. Possibly. Yeah, 100%. I think that's a great way to do it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You really have to make whatever it's producing. You need to make, it needs to be your bitch. That's the way I would say. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't let it hear you. Don't let it hear you. Yeah. What do we got next, Al? Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about nuclear. Uh, there's, a, there's a great development in nuclear energy. Uh, New Scale is one that you probably hear about a lot. Uh, this one's a little bit different. It's called Last Energy. And what they have done, essentially, is they've built literally a framework to put the nuclear energy, uh, all the components in, that can be fit on a truck, right? There's multiple of these that fit in this framework. And then they redesigned the nuclear technology to use all kind of off-the-shelf parts. So, like, all just, like, Home Depot parts, things like that. Obviously, they have to do some, like, metal castings and things like that. But other than that, it's as off-the-shelf as you can get. Uh, what is this? You can just put it in a building? Is that their idea? I'll, I'll show you. It's one of these. Whoa. So, but what's cool about this is, like, this, this top part yeah. is all just, like, releasing um like water vapors and stuff like that it's actually look at this lance oops that's oh, gonna is do it, it a, 
So the the nuclear energy portion is underground. Okay. And, and if it ever there we go. There I guess go. I got to keep scrolling. Oh, so, I see. So you put that part underground. Yeah. Gotcha. Then you build all of the re. It's basically making steam, right? So then all the steam from the heat goes into this upper part, and then that vents into the sky. And and just to give everyone amazing, I, they I'm, even I'm, made it look cool. They did make it look cool. They did make it. Lastenergy.com. Cool. Got it. Yep. Um, I, I know a bunch of people know, but uh, the nuclear reaction that's happening is basically electrons are hitting uh, two atoms of uranium, and they're bumping off other electrons, and that's releasing the heat that then heats up the water, right? But when <clears throat> when electron bumps off and hits, it actually it's going extremely fast. It's going extremely fast. And I want to explain what radiation essentially is. It's if those electrons come and hit you. Electrons hit you all the time. But if a bunch hits you, like they might mess with some of your atoms, right? Oh. For a runaway nuclear reaction to happen, though, those electrons are going so fast. So when you put nuclear rods, you often see them in water, right? And the reason why is because when those electrons escape, they're actually going through the water and they're slowing down and they're coming back and then they're going back into the uranium and they're slow enough to then hit the uranium because it has its own force. To, to get that atom to hit it, and then it continues. If <clears throat> you have your water and your nuclear rods and say, hey, if the power ever goes out, you're like, unlatch this latch and just get all the water away. Now those electrons go so fast that they can't be slowed down and they can't come back and hit the rod, so the rod just cools itself and self-cooling and radiation slows to a stop, and if it's buried underground, pretty much good, right? So that's... That's the new safety measures that they have that they didn't have before. Um, and nuclear power plants normally cost like $8 billion. So is this just concept? You can't buy it? Can you buy it? Oh, nope. They are made. They are being shipped. They Whoa. sold 34 of them to the UK and to Poland. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> they're coming in at uh, about $100 million. Uh, a thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're not as big yeah. as the sure. huge reactors that cost four, ten, nineteen billion dollars to make. Um, but mm -hmm. what what Poland is so using? So they're twenty megawatts. Is that what it says? Yep. Okay. Yep. What Poland's using it for? And you've seen this in China, UAE. You've seen this maybe someone in 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 the U.S. Uh, you know, when planning departments say, "Hey, here's our industrial zone." Here's yeah. where all the Tesla, we want a Tesla factories and we're going to, this is all going to be our industrial zone. Well, instead of making a whole new plant or something like that, that's what Poland's doing is like, oh, we'll just buy one of these. And every, now when more companies come, we can just keep buying more of these little guys, put them there and power it, power them up. What a great development. Yeah. Man, I hope it goes, I hope it goes all over the place. Yeah. Good. That's the way out of this. Got to have, if you're, you're, if you're. Serious about green energy, quote unquote green energy. If you're serious about sustainability, if you're serious about uh, battling, quote unquote climate change, global warming, whatever it's morphed to these days, then uh, you got to be serious about nuclear. And if you're not, I think you're full of crap. There we go. Cool. Uh, now you're on the AIA. Yeah. Wow. Lots of bonuses. Lots of information today. Boy, I feel like I'm in class. Okay. Hopefully there's no test. Okay. Here, here's a test. Can you? No. Uh, <laughs> Airy Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, Lance, describe. What, what is this? What, what am I looking at? Yeah. I am looking at a building that looks like it's going to be cool and clad in a modern way. 
That's what I'm looking at. Oh, what are the words? What? Oh, the words it's underneath say, yep. disasters waiting to happen. Then the tagline is, architects can help you re- help rebuild your city's infrastructure, save money, and fight climate change. For everyone paying AIA dues, tell them to stop <laughs> wasting their marketing in this way. The only ads I've seen from marketing from the AIA is infrastructure, which I honestly see them all the time. Sounds you, like a civil engineer. You start job. with civil. And then two, if your building falls down and if you want to remake your building, mm-hmm. you already know the architect to call. You're yeah. already aware that maybe I should call an architect. Oh, who should I call? Oh, who designed that last one? Yeah. This is not helping anyone. Yeah. And, and it's also, it's not prompting anyone to do it. Disasters waiting to I, happen. I, oh, look, I'll wait for a disaster. I'm going pl- to play devil's advocate. Please do. I understand fear-based propaganda and how it gets people to either do things or not do things. Every policy that we had that happened during COVID was fear-based, right? Yes, sure. For better or for worse. And so I, I understand where what they're trying to do, but this is not the way forward. Okay. <laughs> fear-based should be followed up with a... Uh, immediate call to action like hey <clears throat> this is this is the typical food safety stuff russia is going to send over nukes get your storage for your food stuff supplies are running out because everyone's afraid of world war three go ahead and order three months supply of food oh i can go do that right now you know what they, i would do here's they, what i would do AI listening to me <laughs> you should here's here's what you should do you should say you should say uh illegal bids cost the average homeowner Forty percent more than if they would have hired an architect from the beginning. Consider hiring an architect today. Go to AI.com forward slash hire an architect. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Yeah. Um illegal illegal bids or illegal builds. Oh, illegal builds. Illegal builds. Yep. I'm pretty yes. sure I said builds. If I didn't, I'll repeat it. Nope. Illegal it's... builds. Cost homeowners. Blah 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 blah. Or building owners. Cause that like that's what that's what I'm seeing happen is I... what one of my friends. One of my friends, who is a, who is a uh, Chris Kofer, um, he on Facebook, uh, he he asked this question the other day on his personal Facebook page. He says, um, "You know, wh- what is the number one reason you see people turning towards anarchy?" And I go, "Building departments." I go, "People are doing anarchy because of building departments and yep. planning departments. Meaning they are just deciding to say, screw you. I'm just going to build illegally. If I get caught, fine. It's still easy. It's still going to be easier than if I." Would have went through your bureaucratic mess. Yep. Yeah. Or, or here's another one, AI. Bureaucracy, uh, uh, planning and building departments, bureaucratic measures cost homeowners an extra blah, 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 blah. Cut through the red tape. Cut through the red tape. Hire an architect. Yeah. Get your life. Get your whole life, AI. Because the point I was going to make with the fear base, which is what they're going for, and then there should be a call to action. Architects can help rebuild your city's infrastructure. Again, there's that term. Unbelievable. Who's writing these copies? Um, <laughs> okay, so wait. I have to wait? What I is have to wait until I need to rebuild? I'm making this Why? up. Why? I know. I know. I'm making this up. But but what if, what, if, uh, what if there's cronyism in cronyism? So, like, what if, what if, uh, what if the AIA is being subverted by whatever... Uh, equivalent there is for civil engineers and the civil engineers got in the marketing department hilarious <laughs> and and what if it's one of these parodies from the office like yeah. what is that meme where they go oh oh, oh it, it's uh um it's where the guys 
make their friends do very stupid yes. stuff. <laughs> like, tell them to say this. <laughs> and he's in the market. Tell them to say infrastructure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they, they, and they just <laughs> laugh and they just laugh. They did it. Yeah. I. That's probably the most plausible. Yeah. That's the most likely. Yeah. Well, um, let's take it to Jordan Peterson. Let's do it. It's okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. What the hell are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up. These men, they're doing impossible things. They're under the streets, working on the sewers. They're up on the power lines in the storms and the, and the rain. They're keeping this impossible infrastructure functioning. This thing that works in a miraculous manner. They work themselves to death. And often, literally, the gratitude for that is sorely lacking, especially among the people who should be most grateful. You see university professors, especially of the social justice bent, they take everything they have for granted, failing to understand entirely that there's a massive infrastructure of unbelievably hardworking, solidly laboring, working-class men breaking themselves in half on a regular basis making sure that everything that always breaks works. What do you think? Uh, thank you, men. Thank you, men. Thank you, everybody who keeps uh, do d- the dirty jobs. You know, Mike Rowe, I think, is like, thank God for that guy and exposing, uh, just give, just shining a spotlight on, like, the dirty jobs are the ones that keep us, literally me and Al sitting here in this freaking office that we built that is all clean and air-conditioned Bring you know you're hearing us crystal clear through the microphones and stuff like that. That's what I think. I think I think just losing focus is a problem in society, and the veneration needs to be. It can't just go to one one whole side of things. The there's you know the the, the like these men aren't even victims, right? So like they're not then they're not going to be venerated because they're not part of the victim culture and everything like that. These guys are just out here trying to make a living and and keep things going. So that's what I think. So my brain's going in a different way. First. Obviously, I've seen women on the construction site too. Makes sense, but let's. But statistically, it is majority male. And the side point that I'm going to make to to all of this is, you see what's happening in in uh, the tech space the, with with the layoffs. Yeah. There's even more layoffs coming. Disney's laying off oh, a yeah, bunch of people. It's incredible. It's incredible how much. Yep. So, <clears throat> what that is saying to me in in somehow I'm relating to this. And what those technical companies are realizing is there is a layer, a thick layer of unnecessary work. Yeah. And what I'm getting at is this. If you were watching on YouTube, you could see the video of all the things that they were doing with the heavy machinery. They were doing really dangerous stuff, all these yep. guys. Dirty, dangerous stuff to keep the civilization happy. Yeah. That video, that's the stuff in that video of how your house was built, how your road was built, how your car was built, how your computer was built. Obviously, there's all software and tech and stuff like that, but like um, how farms are run, how uh, food gets processed. Like, there's a there's a there's a layer right there that we aren't focusing on. It's all about all these other things and making rules for all these other things. When there's that that thick layer of what makes society run that is taken for granted. That that's my point. Yeah, good stuff. Well, let's move on to ARE Jeopardy. I've got some excellent, excellent chat GPT created questions for everybody.
All right. <clears throat> Question number one. In reviewing the construction documents uh, for an assembly building, you notice that the building's egress path are not clearly defined. What potential hazards or issues could arise from this oversight, and how could it be remediated through design modifications? Question A. Occupants, occupants must be un, uh, may be unable to safely exit the building in an emergency, potentially resulting in injury or loss of life. Clear and well-defined egress paths should be added to the design. Okay. B. The building may be non-compliant with building codes and regulations. The design team should review relevant codes and regulations to ensure compliance. C, the building's aesthetic appeal may be compromised by the addition of visible egress path. The design team should explore alternative design solutions that balance safety with aesthetics. Or D, all of the above. It is A. Yep. Yep. Kind of glad it doesn't. All right. Question two. What is the maximum allowed distance between a sprinkler head and any point in the ceiling of an assembly space in inches? Right. So how far does it have to come down? What's the max it can come down? Yeah. Like it can't come down any farther. Is it A, 6 inches, B, 12 inches, C, 4 inches, D, 3 inches? B, 12 inches. Yeah. Number three, which of the following architects did not design a building for the UNESCO World Heritage Site, quote, the 20th century architecture of Frank Lloyd Wright, end quote? Is it A, Richard Meyer, B, Philip Johnson, C, Walter Gropius, D. Lewis Kahn. Are you looking this up, Al? Yeah. Lewis Kahn. Louis. However you say it. I don't know. Is it Louis? Probably Louis. Somebody's yelling at their headphones right now. Correct. Gropius. Good job. Which would make sense, too. Gropius, you know, he's very uh, Bauhaus. It was before, right? So, number four. What is the name of the architect who designed the National Library of Kosovo? A building known for its unique design featuring a perforated metal facade. Is it A, David Ajay, B, Zaha Hadid, C, Bjark Engels, or D, Renzo Piano? What is the name of the architect who designed the National Library of Kosovo, a building known for its unique design featuring a perforated metal facade? It is B, Zaha. It is incorrect. It is someone completely different. Chat GPT <laughs> lied you to you. Son of a gun. <laughs> what was it? Uh, National Mukajevicko. You son of a chat GPT. You son of a. What is chat GPT? It's probably genderless. No. no, what was it? Son of a Siri. There you go. There you go. Yep. But they had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Anyways, that did not work out. Yeah. But. If you like this, regardless, <laughs> besides that last part, give us a five-star review. Tell your mother. Uh, email uh, us if you have any questions or insights, akgf9productions.com, and Lance wants gifts. I do. Okay. We'll see you next week.